Hey everybody, welcome to EdTech Tips in 10 CETA Sessions. I'm your host, John. And I'm your other host, Elena. Welcome to the podcast. So this week we have a familiar face, voice. It's someone you've heard before. Mitchell, welcome back to the podcast. How's it feel to be back? Hello, it feels great to be back. It's uh, very exciting. All right. Well, in the intervening time since you've last been on this podcast, you know, it's, it's been summer. So out of curiosity, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? What does Mitchell do in his free time slash what exciting things have gone on this summer? It's been a, a pretty relaxing summer so far. It's been playing a lot of music and uh, going to the farmer's market. And I'm excited to be visiting my parents in Arizona in a few weeks. So I need to prepare for the heat. But I'm excited to go down there. I've never been in the Southwest during this summer. So it should be fun. That that sounds like an adventure. What's your item of choice if I am to go to the farmer's market? What's something I have to look for? Hmm. I would say just, I love breakfast burritos of any sort, and there's just many different kinds you can get. So I would just recommend exploring the different options in terms of breakfast burritos. Wise words, explore the breakfast burritos. I will keep that in mind. So Mitchell, what are you here today to talk to us about? What's the overall concept before we jump into our specific questions? So today we are talking about UI capture which is um, a service that the university has to record and share audio and video. And uh, it's becoming a lot more popular in the past few years. It is actually powered by Panopto. So you might see that name also, but our university's specific version of it is UI Capture. And uh, yeah, so we're just talking all about sharing audio and video through that. Awesome. I'm so glad we're talking about this today. It's one of the biggest tools we use and we haven't covered it yet. So I'm really excited that we're diving in. Um, so you kind of just did give us an overview about what UI Capture is. What can it be used for? So there's a lot of different uses um, that we have seen as CETAs uh, in terms of UI Capture across the university. I would say the most common and uh what you as a listener might be thinking of is like recordings of classes or lectures, because especially through um, COVID over the past year, it's become very popular to record and post those class materials using UI capture, but then it can be used for a wide array of other things. Like um, one example being uh, the podcast here is posted to UI capture and it's like a great way to share it. But then things like conferences can be recorded even meetings can be recorded for future reference. And then um, through ITS, we record and post a lot of trainings through UI Capture. So it's pretty much any scenario in which you want to record, um, whether it be audio and video or just audio and post that. So uh, we see that in a lot of different ways through the um, departments of the university. One of the nice things about having a local integration of, uh, of Panopto uh, is that you can really integrate it with other software that we use here at the university. And, and one thing that I know that was big this year was UI capture with Zoom. So I know the two play together a little bit, Mitchell. Could you speak to kind of how UI capture and Zoom work together? Mm -hmm. So um, Zoom and UI capture are connected in a really nice way. And that setup basically means that when you host a Zoom meeting with other people, you have that option when you create it to check the button for recording. 
and there's two options and you can see record locally to the computer or you have the option to record to the cloud and a lot of people can be intimidated by seeing that cloud option because they have no idea where it goes but when you check that uh, that recording is just going to go right into your personal UI capture folder for whoever scheduled that meeting. And this makes things really easy for having uh, normal Zoom meetings week to week. Uh, you can just record those and they'll go right into your UI capture folder. So it kind of removes that middle step of figuring out where to upload the video in terms of sharing it with, with colleagues where you just know that it's going to record directly into your um, UI capture folder from Zoom. So that connection is really nice where you can get the meeting and recording from one to the other with just uh, checking that local recording button when you schedule the meeting. Well, yeah, no, that sounds really useful. And I know there's a way to even go one step further. If you have specific classes that you're recording lectures for, you can uh, set up an automated pass in, in Zoom and Panopticon where it'll upload those videos not to your personal folder, but right to the class folder. And if that's something that you're interested in setting up, you know, maybe reach out to the CETA team. Yeah, and speaking of, you know, integration and, and the usability of UI Capture with courses and course materials, uh, can you speak a little bit on the integration of UI Capture and ICON? So yeah, John had a great point that in terms of even thinking about that connection of Zoom ICON and UI Capture, you can set up a folder connection where any Zoom meeting for the class and icon, um, you can plug in that Zoom ID right into your class folder. And then because that is one of the biggest features of the icon and UI capture integration is that each course here is going to have its own UI capture folder and any students or instructors like within that class in icon are going to be able to access those materials in there. So then when you start thinking about that with Zoom too, you can have those meetings going right into the class folder. So then as an instructor, you're not concerned about personally emailing that to students or directing them somewhere where they can really just um, find that right in the class folder, which is just a tab right off of the ICOG course. And then um, there's also features like quizzing in UI Capture where you can set up a quiz right in a lecture and have that be connected to an ICON assignment. So we're kind of seeing that there's multiple features here where beyond just recording and sharing the content, then you can actually connect a quiz right into it. So you know that students are, are watching the content and uh, kind of interacting with it too. So um, these are some features that we've seen added to UI Capture and it really makes it like a nice, like comprehensive platform for sharing that content in like a classroom setting. Last question here. Part and parcel of the video recording process is, is everybody's favorite editing, right? No one, no one wants to do the editing. I've had more than a couple of professors just, just upload the unedited entire lecture every single time because I didn't want to touch the editing window. Having said that, do you think that the editing window in Panopto is scary? Should people be afraid to use it or is it more engaging? What does it kind of look like to use the editing features of UI Capture? So this is something I feel the most strongly about in the sense that it is really easy to pick up and just start using. And um, I would not say it is intimidating at all to get started with editing and UI capture. 
I really think it's the opposite. And um, I've walked many people through using it for the first time. And it's really something that you should you should not be intimidated by. We have a lot of guides through the university that you can use as a resource when you start using it or um, even scheduling a meeting with uh, the CETA group here. We can certainly walk through, but it really is just clicking and dragging to make those cuts and edits that you would like. And it's a really quick process going from like raw recorded lecture to a finished one, like cutting out the beginning and the end or any sections that you did not like. So I would say that is also one of the biggest advantages is that you have a software really nicely available where you can just record, click and drag and do what you need to do. And then once you click apply, it's still going to be in that uh, folder for students to see or to share with any colleagues or anything like that. So um, I would definitely say the simplicity in editing is one of the best features of UI capture and why I would recommend just opening it up and trying to uh, try to record a video in it and share it with people. Yeah, and that's how we as CETAs uh, learn this technology also is to just, you know, do fake tests and recordings and mess around in there. Um, so yeah, feel free to, to do that yourself. And if you run into any hurdles, give us an email. Mitchell, do you have any final thoughts for us before we close out this episode? Uh, no, I just want to echo what Elena said and certainly reach out to us if it's something that you are interested in using. We are actually migrating from Kaltura to UI Capture, so if that also is a reminder, um, certainly set up a meeting and we can get that content moved into the proper UI Capture folders. And yeah, thank you for having me again. Yeah, Mitchell, thank you so much for coming on for a third time, our most frequent guest. We always love having you on. And see you all in episode nine. If you ever want to book a consult with one of us, the CETAs, the Student Instructional Technology Assistants, feel free to send an email to CETA, that's S-I-T-A, at uiowa.edu. And one of us will get back to you to set up a meeting. All right. Okay. See you soon. See you soon. Bye.